You're listening to the Horror and Hops podcast, a podcast about horror movies and great beer. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast. Thunder is frozen. The Horror and Hops podcast, episode 25, quarantine edition. Yes. No, we're not watching that horrible quarantine movie we are in quarantine <laughs> oh man i thought i'd say we should have watched that i knew i knew that was joke, that joke was for you ron <laughs> i'm talking like really close to the screen like it helps my voice i know right i don't think it does <laughs> so welcome to the horror house podcast it's i know you can't see our faces but i'm happy to see all these guys faces right now here we're in our lockdown doing our coronavirus episode yeah i'm kevin lambert before we get started Thanks for listening to the show. Help us out by subscribing on iTunes. It's so weird just looking at y'all on talking like this. This is fun. But yeah, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all those nice places, and you can help us out a lot. We'll get into that more later at the end of the show. But I am Kevin Lambert, as always, joined by Kevin Johnson, Brian Bork, Caleb Monroe, and the sound wizard himself sitting in the sound of thunder studios. Sound of thunder studios without us. Thunder John. Hello, guys. What's up on this one, guys? This is fun. Ryan this is good. Brian already left. Go check out the clock. Be right back. He's gone. gone too. Oh, get a coaster. Horror and Hops Zoom Edition. Zoom edition. The Zoom Edition, yeah. Hopefully this audio comes out well enough to where we can post this. But regardless, we're going to post it anyway. Already. It can't be any worse than our live show audio. Oh, man. Uh, that actually turned out pretty good. So <laughs> it, could, it could get worse, except for me. I'm not as bad as that. I can still all remember this. Yeah, you will. I'll remember this forever, I think. Don't get down on yourself about that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ryan. Always got my back. Let me turn my keyboard off before I keep pushing it. Uh, well, this I'm is a lot of fun. Yeah, we we it's, it's been a while since we got to record. Yeah, and we all went into quarantine mode, and you know, trying to keep us and our families safe. And then we decided it's been too long, and we see all the other podcasts we like doing it. So why the hell aren't we? That's right. So we went off our producers' picks and watched a different movie tonight. And I'd say it was it was it was fun. It was something. Say that it was something. Well, yeah, it was definitely that. something. Uh, but let's get into our drinks like we always do. Uh, I'll start just the, the heads I see. I got Kev's head right next to mine. Kev, what are you drinking? Things Unsettled. Crying Eagle Brewing here in Lake Charles. Things Unsettled. Speaking of the live recording, that is Speaking a strong beer. Boy, that <laughs> And I got the 32-ounce Crowler, so I'm about halfway through it. Not a boy. There you go. There you go. That's unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder, what are you drinking? Ryan, what are you drinking? Oh, oh. Thunder or Ryan? Which one? <laughs> Both Kevin's. Go, Ryan, go. Okay, I'm drinking uh, Dos Equis Pale Ale. This is a different Dos Equis. In a very cool looking can. Y'all can't see it, but it's uh, Mexican Pale Hill brewed with citrus hops and a hint of heat. Do you need glasses, uh, Ryan? You struggled with that. That's a that 2X beer. Yes. That's that 2X, yeah. <laughs> Like after, you know, about three or four sips, you start feeling this hotness in your mouth and they must have used some pepper in the brewing process. Pretty damn fast. You know, you you, you get a little taste in your mouth and you start getting a little hot taste in your mouth and realize he must have had some peppers earlier. (laughs) (laughs) That can explain the redness of his face, too. He got a hot face. I've been quarantined out in the sun. That boy is red. Ryan's red. Aloe vera, buddy. It's your best friend. Caleb, Caleb, what are you drinking over there? Well, I am drinking up and have a can, but I showed you guys earlier. Uh, I went to uh, one of our local stores and bought just on a whim. I was like, let me try something new. So I picked up Rogue, uh, which is always great beer. Rogue makes it. went Rogue. Uh, Yes, I went went Rogue. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) great movie. Where's your white piece of hair? I don't have any hair. Damn it. Always. Oh. God, back to the beer, not the baldness. So, uh, no, uh, it's called Bat Squatch. And the only reason I even found it was because it was a bat with a Sasquatch body. And I was like, how can I not drink this? And it's really, really good. Uh, it's, it's a very, 
so I'm not a big fan of fruity beers, but this is an IPA, a hazy IPA, uh, 6.7%. So good kick. Um, but it's, it's really good. Like this would be a great beer on like a super hot day. Like, like if I were at the beach, Brian, you know, and I was looking for something to drink, like this would be perfect because it's, it's not too heavy on the alcohol flavor, but it's not too fruity. It's, it's a good mixture. Very so, good. I am drinking the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Each flavor hits. Yeah, I know you can't see our Zoom conference, but he does have 23 bottles sitting in front of him. Each with one flavor. Diabetic coma. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm drinking, no surprise, the wonderful, (laughs) the great. RC Cola. The only. (laughs) Lemon Monster. (laughs) No, I have a, I've had three. I'm on my fourth delicious Dale's Pale Ale. Uh, any listener of the podcast by now has learned I love Dale's Pale Hill, but I'm also saving. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting nice and chilled with too much ice. Um, little Basil Hayden's whiskey. I'm going to get ready as soon as Caleb starts talking about our movie. Okay. I'm going to start sipping on that because. Well, wait, wait now. But before we get to the movie, though, I feel like we all need to let our listeners know today's a big day. All right. It is the 16th of May. And yep. our fearless leader, Kevin Lambert, has officially Uh-oh. graduated from college. So let's give him a round of applause, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. you did. Dr. Lambert. That's right. <laughs> Finally made it, so that's got my doctorate. Dr. Lambert. <laughs> and I feel like when it's like, oh, he finally graduated, he's like, he must be 21. It's like, no, I'm 31. Hey, man, life, <laughs> life has all different paths. We just got to hey, It took me six years to get to your degree. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I worry. Started it took me that long. Yeah, but you were great at ping pong. Long time to get it. I was great at ping pong. Great at that's ping all pong. I did. <laughs> Jungle ball. You know what's crazy? I have a full time uh, teaching job, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Real crazy. We get, if we could all be so lucky. Teach. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's what the degree's for, right? Sure. That's what I got. To your degree, <laughs> Ryan. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Well, thank you guys. I appreciate that very much. Are you spitting? I'd right be done with college finally, and it won't hold me back anymore. Whoa, my beer stuck to my coaster. Sorry about that. Right, coaster, coaster somewhere else. <laughs> don't. The trick is only look at your camera. Don't look at everybody else's because I start laughing. Well, you guys are so I like Ryan. Look. I think Ryan fell asleep a second ago. <laughs> Not gonna lie, <laughs> I thought your beer was RC Cola at first. What? Oh, the Dales? Old, Wait, old school of... RC Cola can? Yeah, it's got the little logo to it. Yeah. I they thought changed, Dales, Dales changed their logo to make it look a little old-fashioned. You confused uh, A 6.5 that feels like an 8.2. Mm. Well, after so, four of them, yeah. It's a good day. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> after, one of, after one of them. Then you have four of them. Then you then you really yeah. see. Uh, listen to the, listen to the Poltergeist episode. I figured that one out. <laughs> I listened to that one the other day. I was like, I haven't listened to one of our episodes in a while, and then I like turned it off. I was like, Oh my god, I didn't realize. <laughs> I remember fighting about Toby Hooper, but I didn't realize it was uh, that emotional. Oh, yeah. drunk. Emotional means drunk. Yeah, <laughs> means drunk. Thank you for the graduation shout out. It's very kind. I appreciate it. You earned but, it. But uh, we decided to we we veered off our producers' picks. Which Thunder has been picking for us. Um, we were on a strong roll there. We had uh, the Strangers was our last one. That was a really fun episode. That was a good one. And then we had the, as we mentioned before, the Poltergeist episode. But you know what though? I think this is good to take a break because I don't know if Caleb could have handled all five movies in a string in a row. Thanks, guys. No, no way. Yeah. So this is your little break. Thanks. Yeah. You're I, mean, I don't know how to handle this movie's tonight's movie. I don't know how you even handle that one sitting by yourself at home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we didn't pick a stupid movie well i guess we did but i did you ask this is on me but uh well i kind of i kind of pushed you in that direction i haven't i've never saw it so i wanted to see it well, i want a bicentennial yeah. man but you know we didn't yeah bicentennial man didn't didn't pass we tried caleb it's Ryan did not watch that movie it's the future want to hear us talk about a horror movie Hey man, uh, again, have you seen it? <laughs> Sometimes he's got to nut up and grab him by the haunches and hump him into submission. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to, you know, pretend you're a robot and fall in love with grandma. <laughs> and then 
Randall. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to figure out the plot by that movie earlier. Anyone remembers? Let us know. Anyways, uh, we're off the roof. Right, really. <laughs> moving right along. Moving right along. This is already fun. It feels like feels like normal. Uh, so the movie we watched tonight, we just decided to pick something out of the veer away from the producers' picks. Pick something that we could all stream together. So we went to Netflix. I looked around. There's horror comedies. There's some really horrible movies, horror-wise, on there. Um, but it was like, let's try to find something that at least give Caleb a couple willies. Um, and yeah, I mean boners when I say that. Uh, and we had boobs in this movie. So he got a couple willies. At least one. Yeah. So we watched from, I did not pull up the year. Thunder was, you said, 98? 97, 98. Yeah. Um, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. I believe is not Paul T. P.T. Anderson, who directed There Will Be Blood and a lot of great movies. This was uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson called Event Horizon or Event Hor- Horizon. I don't know what country you're from. <laughs> so, 1997. It felt like it. Yeah. Not uh, to be mistaken for Vertical Horizon. <laughs> oh, another great 90s. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> no, with with uh, Dick Grayson himself. Yeah. Big old Dick jumping a cliff. <laughs> Good movie. Talking about the band. He is everything you want. Oh, Vertical he Horizon. Is. Yeah. I thought you said Vertical Horizon. I thought you said Vertical Limit, the movie. Oh. <laughs> hey, I wasn't sure why you're going that way. I was really confused what you were going with. I was like, wait, do what? Yeah, I was way off. I thought you said Vertical Limit. Oh. I said, not to be mistaken, with Vertical Horizon, the band. <laughs> well, I, I'm just listening to something else. I'm new to the Zoom. I'm new to the Zoom. I'm getting used to this. This is fun. Trying to, I guess I'll put on an active speaker so I can just see who's. Oh, it's just Caleb. All right, hey. Caleb. You and me. <laughs> All right, so Event Horizon from '97. <laughs> uh, took it off of that. Oh, um, you were distracting. Well, so none of us have seen this before. Yeah. I, th- I saw it when I was a child, but I was the only one who's seen this before, right? Yep. What about you, Ryan? You ever seen it? Caleb, huh? <laughs> last night. <laughs> last. I know you saw it last night, but before last night, dummy. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it before then. <laughs> I saw it last night. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you saw it last night. <laughs> yeah, bro. I like Kevin, this movie. Kevin, Caleb, and I jumped in together tonight and watched it over Zoom. And Ryan watched it last night because he's on vacation. So, um, but now we're all talking about it together. Yeah, it was. Let's get first impressions. Let's go round table. Um, I saw it when I was a child because it was coming on HBO, and I saw Dr. Grant was in it. Sam Neill. It's uh, Lawrence Fishburne's in it as well. Um, but I liked Sam Neill at the time because he was in that Merlin movie, the TV thing. Um, and I liked Sam Neill. So I watched the movie and it has some scary parts in it that I didn't remember until they popped up watching it this time. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that scaring me a lot. But uh, let's hear some impressions. Kevin, what was your first impression of the event Horizon? <laughs> Horizon. I thought it was pretty good. Um, definitely influenced by Alien. Very much so. Felt like it could have been an Alien sequel or remake at some point. I mean, we'll get into the plot, but it was like a basic same scenario in the plot. I I thought it was entertaining. The one-liners in it were great. Yes. It had its good 90s one-liners. Indeed. So we'll keep moving around the table. Ryan, your impression. Um, I thought it was really cool. I kept... (laughs) I probably told Becca like five times last night. It's amazing how this movie looks really good for the late nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my TV. <laughs> okay. I watched it on my Mac laptop and um, like, it looked really good. I thought, I mean, of course there's some fake looking things, but I mean, for a, a late nineties movie, I thought it looked really good. Um, yeah. Got got some questions. I guess we'll dive into it later. Uh, but I was entertained by the movie. Um, I made a note. I thought that uh, 
watching, uh, I saw them watching old home movie videos on what looked like a smart tablet. I told Becca, I was like, Man, they got an iPad. This is the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> 2047. <laughs> they survived. They survived it. Caleb? Yeah. And one Man, of my favorite. We'll my get favorite, to Caleb's big one. Sorry, Ryan. Oh, just my favorite one liner in it was um, when the dude was bringing some coffee. He said, Would you like something hot and black inside of you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be your favorite one liner. Uh, I figured. I was, I figured uh, your favorite line was going to be the eyes line. Yeah, that's what I thought. Where we're going, we don't need eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Well, I'll tell you what I thought about it, if that's okay. <clears throat> so, I, I was waiting for a response from Ryan on that. Just, oh, sorry. Oh, roads, where we're going, we don't there need roads. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, before we get to you, because you're going to segue us into our plot of thunder, what did you think? Um, I didn't. <laughs> Honestly, it just didn't. It didn't hold my dude. I was. I don't know if it's just that because we're doing this late in the day or what. I just it didn't hold my attention, man. And I feel like there were so many movies like this out at the time. Like we talked about, like the astronaut's wife. We talked about this one. What was the other one you guys said? Sphere. Sphere. Yeah. Uh, Sphere. Contact. So there were all these movies around the same time that had like that space eerie kind of. I don't mean. I, I thought it was more funny than scary. Honestly, I'm like I laughed a lot during this movie. We did laugh. Well, that was that was kind of. Our, I think that was the point of a yeah. lot of it. So I'm glad actually. Yeah. So, yeah. well, it was fun. Like I said, there was. I I hadn't seen it in a while, and I thought about it when I were like, let's pick a movie. And we're like, oh, we should just do something funny. And I was like, yeah. Well, then I was also kind of like, well, we still want to scare Caleb a little bit, so pick this one. And for me, it was yeah the the parts that were meant to scare us all came back to me. And I was like, when I first saw it, it did scare me. I remember it being scared. Now it didn't really have the same effect. I laughed more than I, uh, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's just all, it wasn't even the one liners that got me. It was all the the emotional screams in the movie. I thought were great. Or like they're, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, they, uh, they're like, Hey, at this point you're going to scream his name. Justin! <laughs> <laughs> those are great. We'll get into all those funny parts as we go through our little plot. Now we're not going to do uh, usually like we do and sit and let Caleb kind of break us down the whole movie uh, because there's not much to break down. It's pretty much really simple, but I was impressed by one point because Caleb was our resident scientist and he didn't argue the facts in this movie. It's true. Um, <laughs> he said like he, he proved that black holes do exist. He, he backed that up. It's true. They are out there. They're out there. So, even, at the center of every un- of every galaxy. Did you know that? At the center of our galaxy is a supermassive black hole that keeps us spinning as we are. I didn't know until I watched this movie. Oh, I so, I learned a lot tonight. <laughs> uh, is there a sign in that black hole? Yes. <laughs> like is there something hot and black inside that black hole? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caleb, on to you, sir. What did you think of this movie? So, you want me to like hit the highlights of it? I'm going to cover it. Let me get your review first. Okay. Um, I mean, I would say if I were watching this like by myself without you guys on a Zoom conference with me for us to kind of joke around while we were doing it, I probably would have been a little more scared at a few points. Like the first time, like the first time you get the first idea that there's something creepy going on when uh, I'm going to call him Dr. Grant because I, Weir is a terrible name. Weir. (laughs) (laughs) The first time Dr. Grant sees his. Was that his ex? Was that his wife, or did they ever say what? His she wife, said? yeah. Wife. Okay. So the first time you see his wife, and she turns around, she's got no eyeballs, and the, like the hand reached up and grabbed him out of nowhere. Like it was. Like I said, if I wasn't watching this with you guys, uh, there were a few spots that would have maybe jumped quite a bit, but but overall, it really wasn't that scary. It really wasn't. Um, I felt like it was a great. It was in '98. Is that what you said, Thunder? '98. '97. 97 like I can imagine like in 97 like that's that would have been like a a good movie because the space trope hadn't been overdone at that point you know kind of like nowadays when you see space movies you're like oh here's another space movie um so I can imagine it was probably scarier then but I, I thought it was a pretty good movie overall you know it was it was very predictable like I mean like you, you know five minutes of the movie you know exactly what's gonna happen but, but it's still pretty good overall I'd say not near as scary as anything I would have been watching if it were Thunder's picks so 
Yeah, that's that true. is true. That is true. Absolutely. So before we get into our review, we'll, we'll kind of do a little background on the movie itself. Um, just so you can, everybody, the listeners can get kind of a view on what was going on around this time. So I was said 97, um, directed by Paul W S Anderson. Now I just imagine he put the W S in there so that no one would get confused with the really good director. Uh, Paul, <laughs> um, but he's made some movies that we've all seen. I know. Um, name two. Okay. I'll say two words. I'll name one movie, two words, mortal Kombat. Uh, no. 95, <laughs> uh, right before Very- his Movie. Uh, he did that really crazy yeah. Kurt Russell movie, Soldier. Oh, you might watch that one. Alien versus Predator. Oh, he also wrote yeah. that one. Wow. He's. I think he's. I don't know how many Resident Evil movies there are, but he directed all of them. Wow. Um, the the Death Race remake with Jason Statham. So he's his. Oh, okay. He's an action movie guy. He doesn't make good action movies. True. But so it's 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 interesting seeing Event Horizon. Although it was his third movie, but was, I guess it was before Resident Evil and all the over-the-top action movies came out. But that explains the uh, ending because because the ending of the movie, without jumping too far, like the ending was pretty much like an action movie because it, it turned into a fight scene. Like at the yeah, end. yeah, like it happened. And I remember well, it's I was got like, the really cheesy one-liners, like, and we, we've all seen Mortal Kombat, and you know that was in '95. We were all young enough to not see the flaws in that movie. Right. And I still don't really look at all the flaws when I watch that movie because, god dang it, that's a, it's a fun movie. It's more combat. Amen. We all wanted to be Luke Kang when we were kids. At least I did. Did you fly across the room? Oh, yeah, I used to jump on the trampoline with my shirt off just pretending I was Luke Kang. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still do uh, that. So we start off this movie, and yeah, uh, for anyone who's seen Alien and hasn't seen this movie, yeah, you're going to right away. Alien ripoff. Okay, why don't you walk us through a little plot summary here and what kind of happens in this movie? And we'll we'll okay. jump in with I've got a couple fun, not fun facts, but fun things that happened while we were watching this movie that I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. So I, I'll keep it really brief because there's there's really not a whole lot to mention. Um, I mean, the movie kind of sets the tone really quick where you find out <clears throat> well, the, the movie opens with you seeing what's called the event horizon, which is a spaceship. And you see this body that's just kind of floating and, you know, floating with no gravity. Uh, clearly, he's been, like, scratched to death. It looks like someone's clawed at him, um, which comes back later. Um, excuse me. Um, sorry. That was a good I was like, Kevin, that time. That was a good one. Oh, go. I see you sipping the whiskey already. That a boy. Um, yeah. So, so anyways. Um, so, the movie opens that way, and then it kind of backtracks, and you see this space station right above Earth. And you meet Dr. Grant, Dr. Weir. He's all, is he always a doctor? Is that like a recurring thing for him? Not Merlin. He's a wizard. Okay. Fair. Well, that's like I'm a doctor of the medieval. He's a, isn't he a private investigator in that one? Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. So not always a doctor. Sorry. But anyways, I'm going to call him Dr. Grant for the rest of the podcast. So just there you go, guys. All right. So Dr. Grant uh, is is meeting with these. Did you Were they Marines? Is that what they were? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this Marine crew and they were on leave and they got pulled back in out of, apparently they're the best. And so they were kind of pulled in and they're, they got to fly all the way out to Neptune. They're not very happy about it. Um, so kind of skip a little forward I already mentioned, you know, like before they get there, Dr. Grant has this horrible nightmare of his ex-wife who we found out later killed herself. Um, and she has no eyeballs and she's, she's really creepy as shit. Uh, and she scares him. Uh, yeah, she's really scary. Uh, and so they end up getting to the event horizon. And I just want to say, so like the whole scene when they finally get into Neptune's atmosphere, like, I don't know if Neptune has an atmosphere now that I say that, but when they get into Neptune and they're flying towards the ship, like there's a lot of clouds, but they're like all freaking out. They're like, where's the ship? Where's the-? I feel like if they can fly through space at this point that far, they should have some sort of radar that can let them see this ship. I mean, there's just clouds out there. It's not like yeah, there were clouds. It was fog. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Overclouded. Fog created, fog created from the clouds t- dissolving around Neptune's orbit. Okay. The scientific thing, Caleb. Just <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't understand. I don't understand. So anyways, so they, they find, they find the event horizon and they do the typical space movie thing where they've got to board it. And when they board it, shit starts happening immediately. Um, 
No one, by the okay, the most annoying thing in the movie is nobody ever questioned the fact that on the bridge of the event horizon, there were four or five bodies that had literally been splattered on the walls and their skulls were like embedded into the metal siding. Like they just are holding normal conversations and they're like, gosh, weird shit's happening. No, duh. Look behind you. It's just part of the decor. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When the, the actress, uh, I forget her name. She's in a lot of stuff too. Um, I should know her name. She was Peters was the, the character's name. I think it was blah, blah, blah. I have it in front of me. Just give me a second. Oh, my God. It's not you know when that was Patricia in the doors? Kathleen Winland. That yeah. lady from uh, no other movies I recognize, I guess. Breakdown. That was the one I knew. Another Kurt Russell movie. I like that movie. Um, anyways, but she that part where she finds the first body that's been like mutilated floating around. And it's a jump scare moment. And it's like mm-hmm. his eyes are out. There's no like, I mean, maybe, maybe in the future they see a lot of that stuff. <laughs> like, she's in a dark abandoned spot looking for clues to this thing, and then this body that's been like brutally slashed, eyeballs ripped out, is floating around because there's no gravity, and she just goes, oh, oh, body looks like it's been contaminated. It's like, yeah. get out of there! Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a bad sign. Don't hang out there. It's like, I wonder what happened to this body. I wonder what happened to this thing. Shit, bad so, shit happened. That's what it yeah, was. So they, yeah, they spent a few minutes doing that, and then they a lot of scenes of just of just uh, uh, them, finding, them finding scary things and not being scared by them. Yeah, it's weird, right? They just it was like nothing was going on there. Um, so, so yeah, so we'll kind of jump around here because the next twenty minutes of the movie. I won't lie. The next, like there was a very long period of, I mean, there were a few little, little scares, but not much happened. Um, Justin, baby bear, whatever they called him, the youngest guy. They called him Justin and baby bear. Oh, there we go. Good. I was right. So yeah, he ends up, uh, was that? I thought I heard something weird. Sorry. Sorry. Is this zoom things weird guys? I'm sorry. It's weird. I I miss our table. Can I just say? I think a child hacked our, our zoom conversation. (laughs) <laughs> you knocked her down. No, she faked that. <laughs> that got me. Uh, baby bear played by Jack Noseworthy. The only effect on him I have on him is Noseworthy is gay. Okay, what? That's it. On the movie in real life. So, well, congratulations to him. So, so. <laughs> So baby bear anyways. Yeah. So anyways, um, so like I was saying, there's a, like a 20 minute se- section in there where not much happens. Okay. The, the only big thing is Justin baby bear gets pulled into this black hole, which ironically is what it is. We find out later. Um, well, it's the core of the ship too. You're right. The core of the ship. Yeah. He's he, the core of the ship. Yeah. He gets, he, okay. Can we also talk about why in horror movies, it's always the dumbest people in the world who do things because this weird, weird black liquid like just opens up. And what is the guy's first inclination to do? Let me stick my hand and see what it feels like. And that's what he does. And then he gets sucked into it. And then the hero of the real movie, Mr. Miller, hang on, Mr. Miller. Uh, no, not Miller. <laughs> Cooper. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Was Miller part of his name? No. He wasn't Miller. He wasn't Cooper Miller. No, no. Miller was the uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Was Miller, Lawrence right? Cooper. It wasn't Cooper Miller. Well, oh, that's Miller. No, you're not hanging with Mr. Miller. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was Cooper Miller. Well, shit. Anyway, it was Cooper. There is a Cooper and Miller. The only oh, black guy in the movie. Damn it, Cooper. Fine. Cooper comes in. The hero of the movie comes in, and he ends up pulling uh, Justin back out of the black hole. And and then that's when just like I said after that point like it all be be kind of I won't lie at that point that's when I kind of lost interest because like there were no surprises left in the movie like everything went exactly as you expected people started having visions of of the bad times in their life and I, like I, I think it was I don't know when I I think I said it right when right before Dr Grant explained what the core of the ship was because they were like hey what is this thing and he explained how the whole point of the ship was it would fold space in half and basically punch a hole through it so you could go from point A to point B 
in an instant. And I, I, again, I described the same analogy he used right before he did it. And then I was, of course, I even made the comment. I was like, so what? They opened the gate to hell and they let it loose. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah there he was did that. it again, Ryan. He did that thing where he solved the movie before it was over. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, like, the, yeah, the gate of hell thing, like, two, like, characters, one character starts seeing her, her dead son. Son, yeah. Uh, Miller, the captain of the ship, Lawrence Fishburne. Start seeing um, his the crewman that he abandoned on a ship. Yeah. Um, is there any ties to uh, Hellraiser in this movie? Because after the doctor experienced and came back from hell, he looked like I said the same uh, thing, yeah. right? Yeah, like the Hellraiser character. Well, it was the '90s, and Hellraiser I know came out you know way before that, but I think the, all those Hellraiser sequels were still popping out, and those were. Again, like I, I associate the '90s Hellraiser movies with HBO for some reason, just because I, I wasn't allowed to watch them. So late at night, I'd sit up and watch HBO, and not Skinamax. I'd watch terrible horror movies that freaked me out. Reason, uh, The Crow. Crow is always a good one. I like to watch late at night. I've never seen that. Uh, never seen the Crow. Cool. I've never seen I watched, Crow. Uh, I watched uh, like a ten-minute little short documentary on The Crow uh, a couple days ago. Oh man, fantastic movie. Need to watch it. Uh, yeah. Uh, back to Vin Horizon. Uh, not much happening. That's what I was saying. Yeah, not much happening. That's why I got lost. Um, yeah, no, you're, I mean, well, that's, and that's, I won't lie to you, like an hour of the movie went by and I looked at my phone and I was like, an hour? I mean, like it was so fast because just nothing was happening and we were just yeah. talking and goofing well, let's, off. Let's, let's jump in on where, so the, the crew of this event, Horizon, the ship, or Horizon, depending on what part of the country you're from. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you, Dale. Uh, the they want to find out what happened to the crew of the ship before, just like an alien, all those other movies, yeah. Dead Space, the video game, I brought that up, it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of Dead Space. Um, but they want to figure out which all came before, so maybe Dead Space ripped that off, who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, they wanted to find out what happened to this crew, and this was the, the part of the movie that made me laugh that I was like. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the movie. I guess it has something to do with the movie, but it didn't have to do with what was going on with the movie. Um, so Caleb, tell us what happened. They found a recording, audio recording from the original crew members, and they found a video recording that they all, you know, they filter through, they filter through things. And they, one, uh, the guy from the Patriot, who's DJ on the ship. The doctor. At, uh, yeah, Dr. J. This was DJ stood for. Uh, he... <laughs> I made myself laugh. That's not good. That's not good. Uh, he, You're a graduate now. You're funnier. I'm funnier now that I got that degree. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> I learned a lot in school. Yeah, he, he knows Latin, right? So he understands the recording. And then Peter's the lady who sees her son. She filters through the video and finds some crazy things. And I want yeah, you to she- talk about the recording, first of all. What did DJ find in the recording? Okay, so... Yeah. Oh, so DJ, sorry. So in the beginning, before they actually, okay, it might have been after they already boarded it the first time, but they, they have a recording of the last known contact with the Event Horizon. And it sounds like horrible, devilish screeching going on. Um, and, and all of a sudden, DJ's like, wait, did you hear that? And they're like, what are you talking about? So he plays it again and he's like, oh, it's Latin. And so he thinks they're saying, save me. Which, which correlates really well because later on in the movie you see a section where the captain of the Event Horizon is doing his law, his captain's law, kind of like in Star Trek. He's doing his captain's law and he's like, all right, we're about to activate the black hole. Um, and before he said, I don't know, I don't think they say what it means, but he says something in Latin. And so you understand, okay, the, the Latin you're hearing is from the captain. Um, and so you think he's trying to say, you know, hey, come help me. I'm in trouble. And so that's kind of what gets them all going and all. And then later you find out after all the shit's been happening and they're seeing hallucinations and stuff, uh, you find out that DJ says, hey, I was wrong. Uh, and it basically, he wasn't saying save me. He was saying save yourself. And so that's where, I mean, granted. This point, Remember. Oh, for, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. From save yourself hell. from hell. Right. Thank you. That's an important part. Uh, and so at that point, you know, okay. This is really, really bad is what's going on here. Uh, and that was really, I think at that point, that's when everything really went to shit. Because then the next thing you see is the lady who'd been seeing uh, visions of her son. They, they find one more log. 
and you're right, they run it through some filters, and God, this was the worst part. This was the worst part of the movie, and it wasn't scary. It was just disturbing because all of a sudden you see this clip and you see people like gouging each other's eyes out. One guy's like raping another guy from behind. One guy is trying to eat another guy's hand. And then another guy has his eyeballs in his, and like he's, it's like a, you can see his face, but he's got his eyeballs in his own hands. And I don't remember it was what the gaps in the ship. He had like his hands all. It was like all of a sudden the movie jumped up another level. I just remember I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, wait, where did this come from? What is going on? And things just got all kind of messed up. That's when we started realizing, oh man, this, whatever's in this black hole is not going to be good that comes out. But what made me laugh about that part is uh, since we're all, since we were on a zoom conference and Ryan, you'll find this funny just because you weren't, you weren't there. We were all on the zoom conference together and like Caleb had just mentioned, nothing had been going on for like an hour in this movie. Yeah. I think Thunder was surfing the internet, like, or that his camera was froze. Every time I looked over, he was just looking down. He fell asleep. <laughs> it's been a long day. But, uh, yeah, that's fine. It's okay. Not a good movie. I appreciate you being here. Caleb was in the dark. It was getting darker. But what made me laugh was uh, Kevin's children popped in the room. And it's oh. normal. You know, we're all zooming. <laughs> Children pop in and and he was there. We were waving to them. We were having fun. And then the next thing I knew, I looked on the TV and I knew Kevin was watching the screen too. And I just screamed like, "Get those kids out of here!" Like, I heard you. It was the worst part of the movie. The most vulnerable. And he's got he's like popping up on the screen and like they're having like a, it was a <laughs> yeah. This guy is raping another man. One guy's has eyeballs entertained, and we're like, "Hey, Stevie." How are you? <laughs> I'm gonna be getting booty raped, and we're all shouting butt rape. <laughs> kids walking in the room. The good thing is they were all focused on the computer screen with y'all's faces on it more than the iPad with the movie on it. Good point. Yes. Could they well, hear? I figured that was what was going on, but I was like, oh, I, now I feel even more uncomfortable with this scene. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we're all like butt rape. Butt yeah. rape. Yeah, we're all shouting it. <laughs> Screaming it. Screaming <laughs> at headphones in. So, I don't know if they can hear us talking, but that was really funny. They brought a little dark scene, a little light. So, so, so funny fact, you said it was a real dark scene. This movie originally received an NC-17 rating. Oh, NC-17. Yeah. And Paul W.S. Anderson's initial cut of the film was over two hours long. Oh. And was really, really graphically violent. That's I why he's that. seventeen rating. I can see that. So, the production company Paramount ordered him to cut the film down by thirty minutes and tone wow. down a lot of the violence. Wow! Man, I wonder if they answered more questions in that cut. We need, we need to demand a director's cut in this movie. We need it unrated. Bring it out, people. Well, there there can't be a director's cut because uh, there's bad archiving from the original footage, and it was in such poor condition that it was practically unwatchable. What? Uh, so you won't be getting this. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's not. A, I guess that's a. I can't. I can't imagine another forty minutes of this movie though. That, no. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Unless it was like cut out a lot of the stuff that didn't happen and add in more violence and maybe I don't know. Well, they should do some reshoots and just CGI their age thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want well, I want more answers. Ryan's got Ryan's got some questions. I want to get to them. So let's see. Knowing 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 the ending was more. Let's just talk about the ending. So at this point, the crew of the event Horizon or Horizon, depending on what part of the country you're from has become, oh my God, I'm experiencing an event horizon myself. I forgot what I was talking about. Your cup disappeared in there. Do that again. Disappeared. <laughs> it goes right into the hole. Do that again. Caleb's using the virtual glass. glass. Zoom. It's gone. <laughs> I thought you were just mimicking the motion of taking a sip of something. <laughs> uh, is that like a sink or something? It's an actual black hole. It's a black hole. It just looks like a picture of your sink. It's not real. It's not real, people. Uh, we play around with the Zoom backgrounds. If we're keeping it in, just to explain. There's a thumbs up for mine. 
Uh, that's so much fun. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, at this point, uh, with the event horizon horizon or horizon, <laughs> stop that joke. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, depending on what part of the country you're from, horizon horizon, uh, the crew, the previous crew has just been destroyed by hell. This open yeah. portal to hell. And now captain Miller and the rest of the crew of the, uh, Charlotte, the cliff, the Lewis Clark. What was the name of that their ship? Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Clark. Lewis and Clark. Sorry, yeah. the cliff. <laughs> yeah, I was close to the sea. I remember that one in the history books. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the history part of it. Yeah, that's it. All made sense when I saw the name. Uh, they all discover like, hey, we got to get off of this thing. But uh, Doctor Weir or Doctor Grant, as we call him, right? Something's happened to him, right, Caleb? Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of shit happened. So they kept. So as the movie's like hitting its climax, you keep seeing shots of him sitting in his these weird ass chairs, which basically do everything. They're beautiful, and so yeah, he keeps sitting there, and you can see he's being uh, drawn towards the artificial. Which, oh, by the way, backtrack a little. Um, I don't think we ever actually said the reason it's called Event Horizon is because at the core of the ship, inside of these three magnetic protecting thingies, whatever they call them, um, is an artificial black hole, basically. They never mentioned how they said it, which most of the science is pretty good. That was bullshit, but whatever. Um, and so, so, yeah, so there's a black hole at the center of the ship. Um, and so he's clearly been drawn towards it. He's a bit deranged. Um, and the movie really hits its big finale when all of a sudden everything's going real bad and they fix up the Lewis and Clark and they're like, okay, look, we're going to get onto the Lewis and Clark. We're going to head back home. Someone's going to pick us up and save us. We'll be good. Uh, but Weir gets taken over by whatever's on the other side of that black hole. And he takes one of the bombs, which, okay, I will say this, this was actually really smart engineering when they built the, uh, event horizon, how they would blow up the walkway between the bridge and the, the core. So it could be a lifeboat. That was actually really smart. Um, so he takes one of the bombs and he puts it inside of the Lewis and Clark, the ship, the Marines showed up in and he blows it up and traps everyone on the event horizon. And at that point, you know, he is literally been taken over. It's almost like he's been possessed, you know, or again, they don't say, I wouldn't say possessed, but he's just, I don't know. Maybe possessed is a good word. I guess we can get into what he was. Yeah. I think something, something yeah. evil possessed that guy. But the, the best, he dug his own eyes out. Yeah. But the best part was the little, the extra clip they showed, which, it, it was really stupid because it didn't pay off in the end. Um, but they show they show uh, Cooper, Mr. Cooper, who was outside fixing the ship. He gets launched off into space. And <laughs> thanks, Ryan. And uh, <laughs> and so I, I wanted to ask everyone this: Did everyone so two <laughs> right? <laughs> Right, that's a good background. And so um, and so Cooper's flying off into space. And so what, what he does is he <laughs> takes his oxygen supply and he he jettisons it and he make turns it into basically a propulsion unit so he can shoot himself back towards Neptune. I and thought the, that was pretty far. He was Wally. Well, no, I know. Okay. But the problem is he would have used all his oxygen up. I think he would have run out of oxygen. He should have died. He's Mr. Cooper. <laughs> you're right he is mr cooper so so anyways so yeah so cooper ends up basically blasting himself off with a man-made jetpack back towards the event horizon um and like i said everything on the inside is going crazy uh i think everyone's dead except for what two people you got miller the captain and what was the lady's name i forgot what was it dark yeah yeah and so yeah, and so they're, yeah, and well, and Miller's on the outside. They're the only two left on the inside. Uh, and at this point, you do officially realize that Dr. Grant, Dr. Weir, has been officially possessed, taken over. He starts to try and kill them. Um, Cooper shows up at the right time to save them miraculously. Oh, by the way, do they ever show him getting back on the ship at the end? He just kind of blasts off back into space again. Then he magically shows up on the, the ship again. Did they address that, or did he just pop in out of nowhere? He just popped up. He just popped yeah. Up. Oh, yeah, he oh. flew in. Yeah, 
Okay, I was really confused because at one point he's there and then he gets shot at and he flies away and then the next thing you know, there he is again. <laughs> I was really confused by that. Um, okay, well, good. I wasn't the only one who missed that. Uh, yeah, so so at this point, and this is when the movie lost me. I won't lie. Like, I was, I was enjoying the movie until the very end when they decide they're going to do what we talked about earlier. They're going to set the bombs off. They're going to use the lifeboat to survive with... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's reenacting the movie. I know you can't see what Ryan's doing right now, but he's giving yeah. us a one-to-one shot from scene to scene. So, I changed my name too, just for Ryan. <laughs> I didn't even notice you did that. <laughs> Can you read my name out loud, Ryan? Hang on. <laughs> Nick Holtz. Nick Holtz. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mr. Dick Holtz. Okay. But Dick I didn't know that was smart, right? Okay. That was yeah, That's a real person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so, quick, quick note about Paul W. S. Anderson. Please do. So he was offered this movie on the strength of the box office success of Mortal Kombat. Rightfully <laughs> so. I, I mean, made a lot of money. I was going to say it did make a lot of money. And yeah. in order to make this movie, he turned down the opportunity to direct X Men. Oh. The X Files. Whoa. Alien Resurrection. Wow. He was also up for those three. Well, he Alien Resurrection, I heard, was a flop. He chose I was going to say, I'm glad he <laughs> didn't hear X-Men then. Yeah. Brian Adams is a better choice I thought, for X-Men. I thought Brian he meant also was like a cult classic. Brian Singer. It, I'm sorry. Oh, damn it. What did I say? You said Brian Adams. Don't <laughs> 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 people, people love this movie? <laughs> Horizon? Right they they like a cult classic? It's become a cult classic, yeah. He also he also chose not to direct Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> that movie was garbage. Yeah, that was a really bad one. He needed Paul W. S. Anderson. That claymation fight scene at the end was a fantastic. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's it's bad when you're a kid and you're like, this is not very good. Yeah, as a kid, I was like, this is not great. Yeah. Also, well, speaking, of not, speaking of not great, let's, let's let's get to the end of this movie and we can get to Ryan's questions because I want to yeah, hear his questions about this movie and that, that great, beautiful pan behind his head. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So here, I'll jump right to the very end. You find out, basically, this is, okay, this is when it felt very Hellraiser-ish because you, you end up getting this, you think, you think Weir's dead because he gets shot out into space and then he ends up showing back up right as they're about to blow up the uh, main gate because they never make it very clear, by the way, and maybe Ryan was going to ask about this. They never make it very clear why whatever it is that possessed Dr. Weir wanted to open the gate again, other than it wanted to unleash what was behind it. I guess maybe that's what it is. Or, I mean, he says he wants to bring the crew with him in there. Um, but he starts, so you have this big showdown. It kind of goes Mortal Kombat-ish, um, where you have Weir, who's now been possessed. <laughs> the name. <laughs> Kevin. It's so fun. Your, your new name, I love it. It's, it's, um, name <laughs> it's so so weird. Has been possessed. He looks very Hellraiser-ish with all these scratches on him, um, and he ends up like having a, a moral combat fight because the water's on fire at one point um, with Miller, who's the captain, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Morpheus, whatever you want to call him. Um, and he basically, he's basically like, here, let me show you what's awaiting you. And he gets all these visions of like the crew being tormented and they've got barbed wire wrapped around them. Uh, one of them's hanging up by his skin. It's, it's pretty disturbing, actually. It's essentially hell is what he's trying to say. We're going to drag you to hell. That's kind of what I took that as. Uh, and so they get into this, this bit of a fist fight and he falls for the typical you know, metaphor of every villain out there where he just has to make his point known and he starts talking too much. And then the movie ends with Lawrence Fishburne's character blowing up the reactor 
And Dr. Grant or Brian Singer Adams Weir Grant, whatever his full name was, um, ends up, you know, getting blown to smithereens. And the woman and Cooper end up making it out on the lifeboat and they get rescued in the end. She has one last nightmare where she thinks, you know, Weir's back to get her. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of how it ends. It ends with the ship being sucked into a, a okay. This part, I, it lost me, the very end of the movie, where all of a sudden, when the ship's being destroyed, like this weird hole opens up in the middle of Neptune and sucks in the ship and then disappears again. Like that the rest, was a tornado. Yeah, the rest of it, I was like, that's kind of cool. And I was like, that's just, that was... That oh, the was space, space tornado. Space tornado. You call it peanut? The dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut dead giveaway. I got nothing from Ryan. No reaction at all. No reaction, Benson. I could tell. I could tell. We've noticed. I was thinking about the ending while he was talking about it, and I kind of zoned out for a minute there. Okay. I was just talking about space peanuts. I thought you might laugh. Penis or peanuts? Charlie Brown is. Charlie This guy. So, yeah, we we know the ending of this movie now. like Caleb said, the space peanuts sucks the ship into their, its orbit, and it destroyed it, apparently, after Lawrence Fishburne blew it up, and no. Cooper and the lady survived, and overall, um, at least we got to laugh some, right? Why did you change my name? Time out. <laughs> How the hell did you change my name? You didn't do that? I didn't do that. <laughs> I thought you did. No. Johnson. I didn't do that. Oh, Johnson did. <laughs> So I was, like, wait, I was like, wait, the Zoom do that on its own? That's incredible. <laughs> so they were getting rescued at the end with the, the door shutting like that. I was like thinking, is, is it up for questions? Like, is, is this going to happen the rescues again? Or is like, this going to be like a space loop? Restate your whole question. Start, start, start that over, Ryan. You, you, you cut up right in the middle of that. If there's a dish, error on the hole. It's still happening. still happening. No, I was take thinking that. I was, take a breath. I was thinking the <laughs> You got me. Okay. I'm going to go a little slower. So the ending, they really did get rescued or? Yes. Um, I thought like as the door was closing, it was kind of up for question, you know, it was could this all happen again to those rescuers? Like this endless space loop of hell going on? Or I think, I think you're right. I think it does. I think the idea is she's still been, she was touched by it. You know, she was touched. Um, and so I think it does still carry with her. Cause I mean, it was a, I guess when you think about it, when a door is kicked open, I mean, it stays open until someone closes it. We don't know it was actually closed. So maybe that portal to hell was still open. I mean, was it really hell? They never actually go on and say that. Yeah, they, well, I forget what they say. They say it's a whole universe. They, they have that discussion when he's talking with Miller when they're having their Mortal Kombat fight. He talks about how it's not really hell. He's like, it's much worse. He's like, it's a whole universe of chaos. Yeah. He said it was a different realm. Uh, was Is that was his words? Was it a different realm or a different universe? Same thing, I guess. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, he says something. He says something like it's a whole, you know, a whole universe yeah. of chaos. So... I guess that was the idea where basically when they, whenever you cut through, I guess, the, I guess the point they were trying to make was we don't know what really lies outside of our known universe. So if you try to cut through it, you know, what are we, what are we really cutting through to get from point A to point B? I mean, Hey, who knows? I mean, that's, that's a real debate out there actually, like in the science community. Like if, it's a space movie that's not about aliens. So I know, right. It's about Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good. That was a good segue. That was a good segment, guys. I like that. But I mean, in I all what, what, in if Satan, what, what if Satan is just a being from an alternate reality? I mean, does that make him an alien? He's not from our actual place, so that technically defines him as an alien. Oh, I know, right? All right, welcome to the horror the whole podcast. Theological. Deep yeah. religious. This theological. is a, This is a whole nother podcast in itself that could be long. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm done with that. By the way, who's next, Mr. Roboto? You got anything else to add? I was pretending I was frozen. <laughs> I thought Thunder was pretending. <laughs> <A second. laughs>
no, that was, that was a uh, good points. I mean, honestly, yeah, that's, this is not a movie to make you think, but hell it made us think it must be the beer. Yeah. Um, because I don't think Thunder thought about any of it, right? <laughs> Mr. Sober Driver over there. I liked it. Cool concept. Podcast. Cool concept. I thought it looked good for a late 90s movie. Uh, I thought it looked terrible. I mean, I, I put it in my Xbox 360 and I thought I was playing Halo. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it must have been your laptop because it looked really bad on my TV. <laughs> you have like a 10K TV. I will say, okay, I will I'll get into Brian's defense. The, uh, yeah, well, yeah, Thunder's got a, a theater in his house. <laughs> the Sound of Thunder Studios, you know, that's why we call it that. But in Brian's defense, yeah, the the special effects, not very good. The makeup, <laughs> Caleb's name, the, the <laughs> special effects, like the makeup and stuff, very good, I thought. Um, that was good. For for the nineties, you know, stuff like that. Like the like you said, the I almost said Sam Weir. Sam I almost said Sam Grant. God dang it. <laughs> Doctor Weir What's makeup at the end, very Hellraiser ish was was freaky. I mean Yeah. It's got a, it's not very uh not very pleasant to look at. I thought it was, it was very well done. I, um, say this this can we can officially tie this into the Hellraiser universe. I think we can. Yeah, I think you could. It fit right into I mean, the lore. Y'all got Jason X is part of the Friday the Thirteenth universe. <laughs> this could be a part of the Hellraiser universe. You know, he makes a good point, Mister Roboto. Mm-hmm. Makes a good point. Who threw all these names on here? This is funny. I love it. I might have to get out here in a few. My baby might start crying and ready to go to bed. Well, Ryan, well, I think we're almost done. I think we're almost done here. I want to have a. A quick session real yeah. quick and since we're just to mark this time in history in our history of our podcast and the history of the world yeah. what what have you uh, what have y'all been doing i haven't seen your faces very much how's the uh i know we're we're getting towards a, a reopening phase in our town luckily i know other places can't do that yet but we're we're slowly getting to that area we still got to be very careful um but what have you been coping kev I mean, being at home with three kids, trying to work is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, doing what I can, watching some horror, uh, reading a lot, just kind of enjoying time with family right now. It's a, it's a great answer. I think it's the best thing you can do. Spend time with family and soak it in while we can. And Thunder over here, I know he's been working more than he ever has in his life, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thunder's been very busy, so I appreciate you taking time for this, Thunder. But how's your how's your life been since quarantine or lockdown started? Busy. Um, I got a brand new laptop right before everything went down, and I'm glad I did because it's <laughs> been my most of my week video editing and audio editing. So honestly, after we get back, hopefully my my skills have sharpened and will sound even better when we come back full fledged, full nice. force. I'd, I have no doubt. Remember, we already sounded great thanks to you. I, think I have no doubt about that. But no, it was it was cool. It was cool to actually do something because, yeah, I was kind of just going stir crazy for. And I, actually, last week I hit a state of boredom. I was just bored. You know when you just do something for over and over again, it's just you're in the routine. You do it now. You're just bored. Oh so yeah, we did this. It was fun. Yeah, no, this this is exactly what I needed, Mister Monroe. For your uh, kids, I know school just school's wrapping up for you. How did it go? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't stop working, unlike a lot of teachers out there who just stopped. Um, <clears throat> I had to. It was way worse for me. I'd much rather be in the classroom because I had to make up three digital lessons for every week for four different classes. I had to take on an extra class actually, uh, so it sucked. Um, so between that and my wife, you know, is a pharmacist, so she was an essential worker. So she was still working twelve hours a day when she was working. So it was working with the kids. It was a lot. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's nice anytime I get a chance to not have to do any of those things like tonight. So this, it's been nice to get to do this. Um, my wife is very wonderful. You know, she offered to, to take, to watch the kids for an hour or so, put them to bed by herself so I could watch the movies with you guys and do this. Um, tell her we appreciate her. You what? Yeah. Tell her we appreciate her. 
Oh no, she knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows. But um, but yeah, no, it's it's been good. I mean, overall, it's been pretty good. Uh, it it like I mean, like all of you guys have said, it's it's been weird. It's been different. You know, getting to do this by looking at as opposed to being around the table and thunder a little off to my right, my right at least, Brian's left. Um, you know, it's it's weird doing it this way. My, my straight ahead. You're straight ahead. That's true. Behind him. him Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, I've been, been, you know, doing what we can, just making it one day at a time. What about That's you, good. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Moore, I know you've been in Galveston since March, but how's the beach? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Ryan's just going on vacation, but are, what you been doing? You're quarantining in a Airbnb in our front yards, the beach. That's all. Ordering. That's beautiful. Yeah. There's a little cool little restaurant. Walking distance. We've been picking up fruit from it and margaritas. Drinking beer. Change of scenery. Other than being at the house, uh, you know, home with the kids. My wife's an essential worker. She's a nurse. I work with Thunder. He's doing most of my job, so I ain't got to do a whole lot. <laughs> So all good over here. I'm ready yeah, to get how's, how's baby boy doing in a quarantine? Oh man, he's doing good. I was kind of already on lockdown before all this happened, being home with him a lot, so Well good. You you've, yeah. you've been surviving. Surviving. Well, Trying to survive. stay healthy. Yeah. Cooking a lot. I've been cooking a lot, yeah. Good right behind you. I get see it. that hand behind you. Yeah, you've been cooking a lot. My Chinese food, it's good. <laughs> what about you, Lambert? What you been doing? Papas? Well, besides, uh, I, I was out of work. Um, where I work, we shut down. So I worked in the service industry, and it wasn't safe for us to be there anymore. Um, so I've been out of work for a couple of weeks. Oh, a couple of weeks. It's been a lot, <laughs> lot, lot longer than that. Um, and But otherwise than that, I've just been saving money. Um, hanging, uh, you know, I'm doing the same thing. Spend time with my family. My wife is pregnant, so we're we're being extremely cautious and protecting ourselves. And um, I go out and do the errands if I have to, and I mask myself up and sanitize myself when I get home. And well, we're just—it's actually been really nice. I I passed passed all my my classes. Uh, took seven classes this semester. It may have been a lot worse if I was still working full time and playing gigs and doing all the other stuff we do. Um, so it was actually a kind of a blessing in disguise to have some time off to focus on school and bring all those grades. I had, I had some great grades this semester. So I'm happy about that. And I'm actually very happy to spend time with my wife while she's near the end of her pregnancy. It's been really nice. So, but I do want to bring up, so thank you for asking. Um, but I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing too stressful here. Uh, I was ready to go back to work, ready to find a new job, I guess, ready to, get back into that whole thing, but it's always good to hear some encouraging words. And throughout the end of our episodes lately, we've been reading some reviews and uh, we got a really nice one a few days ago that, uh, you know, what's nice is some, most of the reviews after we read them, we find out who they were. Our, our friends come up to us and say, Oh, that was me. That was me. And it's, it's yeah. still very much appreciated. And we laugh even more, but uh, we got one from uh, somebody we don't know. Um, I look, I, Sad to say, I don't have it in front of me, so I, I don't have where he lives, but I have his name. If he's okay with me mentioning it, I'm going to put it out there. Um, I'm going to read his review. Um, and I was a little gloating, I guess, to read a review, a good review. We'll read, we'll read bad ones, too, if they're ever out there. We just haven't gotten them yet, thankfully. We just don't have any. But uh, a couple of days ago, Gordon Wilson left this message on our Facebook page, uh, which is Hard and Hops Podcast. You can find us on that. Facebook uh, and Instagram, Hard and Hops Podcast. Uh, Gordon Wilson uh, graciously wrote, here's his review. Hilarious, relaxed, beer and horror obsessed. The Hard and Hops Podcast crew are definitely worth listening in. Even if you're not a fan of being scared, their friend Caleb Monroe will be your greatest ally as the guys walk you through all the scares, twists, and plot points the feature movie has to offer. Definitely a podcast for sitting and relaxing to with or without a beer in hand. And I just want to say, Gordon, thank you very much. If you are still listening to this episode, uh, that's, that's an incredible review. We love getting reviews from our friends. It's really awesome. But when it's a complete stranger that we've never met, it's, it means even more. 
So I like the comment on show. Facebook too. But you were the one who liked it. Uh, yeah, one, one person liked it. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank it you. was on Facebook. That's why I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've heard this before. That's why. No, it's a great, it's a very, very good review. We do appreciate that. And like I said, we appreciate the bad ones too. You know, we we'll take them. We just luckily have not gotten any yet. Not to say that we're perfect, but but we uh, are. No one's hated us enough to get on there. Right. Of just, and just, instead of just stopping listening, they've never hated us enough to stop listening and write a bad review. <laughs> so, um, like I haven't gotten that drunk yet. Things it's have been good. To hate us, let's be honest. There you go, Caleb. Good we're attitude. Lovable, we're so five Gordon, lovable guys. Yes. That's what we hear. Well, Gordon, yeah. thank you so much for that nice review. Uh, Keep in touch with us, and we're going to keep on putting all these episodes, whether this quarantine ends or not. Um, maybe the next time we'll be recording in a room together six feet apart, and it'll be a little little bit more like normal. The first yeah. thing I'm going to do is give me, I'm gonna give you a big old hug. Oh, yeah. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Mm. I was at Thunder's house the other day, and it was hard for me not to hug him. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a few weeks ago, not the other day. Time just time either goes by fast or goes by slow at the same time. Yeah. It's weird right now. Months, man. We've been in this quarantine. It's crazy. I know. What is time? Ryan's getting sunburns. What's going on here? <laughs> He's the real red. Some sunscreen on, Ryan. Sun, uh, sun kills the virus. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. I've heard. Yes. Not the doctor, people. <laughs> but he will kill it. Dr. Roboto. Yep, Dr. Dr. Whoever is changing these names couldn't change that one too. I think I had it, but the sun killed it. So, Oh, well, there you go. I got a sun. You're with it. It's gone. Living proof. Living proof. <laughs> so episode 25 in the books. We, we've, we've reached 25. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It took us a minute to get through the quarantine and do it, and it won't take us as long as to get through another one. So uh, we'll be doing this again soon. We'll post this one as soon as we can. Um, it's just it's just a message from me to you guys. It's good to see y'all's faces, even through my my tiny little iPad screen. Amen. So, yes. Thunder, you're frozen again. <laughs> yes. Congratulations, Thunder, on your new gift. Thunder got a nice new truck and today. My screen was frozen. <laughs> it just it looks. He played off very well. It looks great. <laughs> it's awesome to see all all four of you, and I'm happy to. I miss talking to you and, and face to face, and well, I can't wait to do this again. That's right. Even if we're not doing it for a podcast, we just do it to sit there and talk together. I agree. We but, should do uh, a bonfire. We can do a bonfire. We can sit far apart from the bonfire. Yeah, that's true. It's all we need to do. Kevin's going to kind of projector. I remember him saying, "We can sit outside and watch a movie." Yep, that'd be put great. That, put that thing on a wall outside. Oh, that's terrifying. We'll make that work. Yeah. But we do appreciate all the listens. A uh, little housekeeping here. Horror and Hops. Horror and Hops podcast is on Instagram and Facebook at Horror and Hops podcast. Uh, you can check us out on, on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. Get up there and give us some nice reviews. It helps the show get discovered and helps us carry our positive message out there of just being five friends who like to hang out and talk. Yeah. So I uh, miss you guys and I love you guys and all the People listening, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this little episode. It's different for us, different for y'all, but this has been a good time. So if no one else has anything to add, we'll sign off here. You guys got anything to say? Nope. We love you guys and miss all of you guys. Absolutely. Well, for Kevin Johnson, Thunder John, Ryan Bort, Caleb Monroe, I'm Kevin Lambert. This is the Horror and Hops Podcast. Thank you for listening.